0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Medicare Agent IQ. This is Raul Gonzalez. And I'm Oscar Ibieta. And uh, today we're going to be talking about, you know, there's a question that came up in one of the, like, one of the Medicare Facebook groups that I'm in. And people ask pretty much all the time, like, hey, how do I start my own uh, agency? And so just kind of want to answer that question for them.
1: What are your thoughts? Just, the start yeah i mean it's i feel like it's uh there, there's a lot of work that goes into it and i think a lot of times theoretically it sounds like a great idea and it, and, it, and it is a good idea um but i think a lot of times people may overlook the amount of work and the investment of time that it requires to to start an agency to build a, a successful agency. to do it right yeah right? to do it right and and be successful at it uh because the, the reality is when when you're building an agency that means that you're taking on other agents, and you're helping them build a book of business and that that's going to require a lot of time that you're going to have to invest in them to help them build that book of business the same way that that you may have done so. Yeah, and
0: and to be real honest, one of the one of the things that I see a lot is there's agents who I think a, a big part of it, and we see it a lot is kind of like that multi level marketing um, kind of strategy that some of the large final expense agencies use, and so they're like encouraging people, like you know, they get they get started, and then three months later, they're like, "Where's your team? Why don't, yeah. you, why don't you have a team?" And and realistically, that's not how it works in our business.
1: Is that right? No, that's exactly right. But we we've seen it, and we see it quite a bit: is people who are in the in the life insurance industry they, they enter the Medicare world, and they 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 one of the first questions that they ask is, "How can I?" Am I able to start a team? Yeah. And it's like the the truth is you've, you've got to, you've got to basically become an expert at this thing. And and before we, we start adding people under your team. So let's, let's hold off on that for now. Yeah. I
0: would say Uh, that's the first step, like, like, like before you are in a position or before I would recommend that you start a team. Number one is your product knowledge. You have to make sure that you're in a position where, Hey, I, I know. I know most things about this industry. I know most things about about the plans and that I can answer questions for anyone that is going to, you know, anyone on my team because they're coming to me and there's going to be an assumption of, knowledge and product knowledge and knowledge about medicare and if you don't have it to be honest it's a big letdown and ultimately setting other people up for failure i think that's a a super important thing the next thing i would always talk about is having enough clients and i'm talking about having you know having a fair share of um of your own clients and in, in renewals because it, in order to be able to take a step back from selling you need to make sure that your book of business is large enough is that right
1: yeah you've got it what and that number may be different that book of business so question that we get how many clients do i need to have before i decide that i want to start an agency and that that answer can be different for every agent. So you want to think about you want to ask yourself how much how many clients what what does my monthly residual income need to be so that I can essentially take a step back from selling so that I can start investing all of my time and building my team and in my agents because the truth is, you've got to take a step back, you've got to be willing to take a step back so that you can begin to start making strides forward. And, and a lot of times people, agents may struggle with that. Like, you mean, I gotta stop selling or you mean, I really have to, and it doesn't mean you have to stop selling altogether 100%, but you are gonna have to scale back on the amount of sales that you're making. Or you should, <laughs> yeah, you should. I see a lot,
0: the reason I say that, and, I'm, and again, not to kind of like correct you, but I see, I, I kind of, I've, I see people who, who start agencies sometimes and, and it's, it's more about them. It's, it's more like they continue like, Hey, look, I'll, I'll teach you. You can come along to my appointments. I'll teach you. You can, you can watch how I do things and then go out there and, and duplicate it and in really, that's the extent of their, you know, there's, there's some obvious mentorship there with that. But there's not, you know, a lot of times we see it like everybody, it's like, uh, everyone's out for themselves. And so I think that a good agency, the ones that you really see that are most successful where they have a lot of agents producing is, you know, you're, is going to be agents who have a good understanding of that. So that's kind of one of our first notes is, is really kind of understanding that there needs to be a a foundation of selflessness in leadership. And and really, it's a it's you. So I, I always talk about, like, very similarly, like good parenting, right, where We all we all know those those folks. And again, this is not a judge, a a, a judgy uh, position. This is just an observation. You see a lot of parents who they have kids and then um, continue kind of going on about their lives and it's still about them, about what brings themselves joy. And I think that the parents that kind of get it figured out are the parents who focus on, hey, you know what? For this for this period of life, life is about the joy of those children and Mm -hmm. about and about helping them similarly that's the way it is in medicare sales and, and like it's about it's not about you like let's let this for just a minute be about your agents and helping them to be successful and it, it it's got to have like just kind of your heart needs to be in
1: that right place to help others and it's tough you know it's 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 easy it's one thing to hear it and to hear somebody tell you that but when you start to actually put that plan into action it, it's it can be difficult and it can be a struggle because you can see some people because not every agent who joins is going to stay is going to stick around. And so it can be a little bit deflating at times you, you bring on an agent and you've invested so much time in training them, and then it just doesn't doesn't work out. and so. You just got to keep, you know, you've got to keep moving forward and you've got to continue to look for those agents that, uh, that are going to get this figured out and that are going to catch on and and make, make a success of this business. But it's, it's, I mean, it's ultimately a numbers game, right? You've got to keep coming up to bat and you've got to keep showing up every single day and and investing, making that investment, uh, knowing that at some point this thing is going to work itself out and, and, and you'll be able, you know, you'll be able to build a team of agents that are out there and they're and they're producing because you have to look out for them and you have to make sure that they can make it in this business and whatever amount of money that they need to be generating and bringing in, you need to make that your goal as well, not just theirs. You've got it now. That doesn't mean do all the work for them either, right. um, but you definitely have to make yourself available to give them the tools and the resources. Right? They've got imagine they've they've come to you with an empty toolbox, and and it's your job to put the right set of tools in that toolbox so that they can get the job done.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, one of the one of the kind of first steps or one of the things that people need to know is if you're talking to, let's say you you you're currently have an upline and someone is telling you, hey, you should move over to us and start a team. First of all, for a lot of these carriers, you have to wait a year before you can get bumped up to, uh or i wouldn't say a lot but like especially at the main carrier, united mm-hmm. healthcare if if they're moving from one agency or one fmo nma to another they don't allow you to get an increase to you know a promotion uh for for a full year so keep that in mind because sometimes I'll, I'll see people and they're like hey come to us we'll, we'll you know we'll start you a team there's always going to be a one-year wait um, for mm-hmm. for the major carrier like so in our market and and really probably nationally because they are the largest in the in the yep. nation the 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 largest carrier is not allowing people to just jump around and uh, immediately get a promotion so i would let you know that but if if it were me and i w- i was an agent and, and was ready to do that ready to be unselfish ready to do that i would reach out to my upline and let them know that i am interested in in um, starting my own GA. And, and so that's what it is, uh, is, is a general agency where you're going to recruit uh, agents. Most of them, you know, if, if it's a good... Yeah. Uh, if it's a good uh, FMO they're going to probably tell you hey first of all we need 5 agents you know we need to we need to put together 5 agents so whatever that looks like you might know people that have have come to you and said hey i'm interested in in starting to do medicare how how do we get started and, and people that you are going to help from the ground up and so some of them may do it with 3 as long as there's a plan to to increase that but but realistically they're going to want to see 5 agents in order to start a GA yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, producing agents, right?
0: Uh. Yeah, you know it, it, it's it's hard. That that's a hard part to say. Producing agents, because you know you can bring on five people, and realistically, there's not always gonna there's there's you may not get any production. There's a guy recently uh, that I'd seen that brought on a good amount of agents, and he wanted to he wanted to be moved up, and nobody ever produced, including him. <laughs> and he, but he wanted to, he wanted to have that GA contract. And, and when I say didn't produce, I, I mean, like the agency brought on, had zero sales. Yeah. So um, some, you've, you've got to be, you've got to be ready to produce. And I think that's, that's a, that's a big thing. I think a lot of times for, for FMOs and NMAs, it's a red flag when someone's like, I want to, I want to jump on in and start my team. And I, but, but a big part of that does come from that multi-level marketing that you know, from, from life insurance. So um, but, but I would do that, go up to them, request that, that, that you can, um, that you can make that move and then just go out and and start. Like I would, I would go out and find insurance agents just locally that, that maybe do um, that do insurance but not Medicare insurance. So go out and find those final expense agents, go out and find the, the farmer's insurance agents, those, those different insurance agents that, that do other types of insurance and don't do Medicare at all, and then kind of sell them on the value of doing Medicare like I did with you, right? Yeah. Just, well, and, and the big part of it and like kind of the, the, I would say our hook, what really brings people in is the renewals. And so lead big on that, renewals and low amount of customer service.
1: Yeah, absolutely. When you compare, you're out there having conversations with people. You you can compare the business to the PNC industry, to auto and home. The amount of servicing that is required uh, on the Medicare side, when comparing to that, it it's minimal. And and what hooked me was the residuals, the renewals. You can you can build this thing as as great as you want, as big as you want it to be, and you get lifetime renewals, lifetime residuals. It's like, I'm, I'm in, sign me up for that. And so make sure that that you do bring the value to the Medicare business in itself. But if you're, and I, and I wanna add another piece, right? If you're looking to, to build a team and you wanna bring this, you wanna, you wanna build this agency, if you've got, and, and this is all with the assumption that you've got a good upline, right? And whoever your upline is, you, you wanna think about all of the support and everything that they did to help you become a successful agent and if you're gonna go out and start an agency, you need to duplicate. You need to become what your upline has done for you because now you are their upline. You are now the upline to any agents that you bring on. And so you want to duplicate yourself and recreate yourself with what your upline, obviously with the support of your upline. And it's it's kind of a, a team effort uh, but but that's what you wanna do. You wanna be that person. You don't wanna bring on agents and be sending them all to, to your upline for, yeah. for answers and everything. Now that's your responsibility. The yeah,
0: there'd be no point, right? Like you're the middleman where, you know, you, you come up and you ask you ask questions and, and, and you're just the middleman like, well, you know, you, you've gotta bring something to the table to earn to earn your, and we don't call it override anymore. Now that it, it's an administrative fee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's that we've got to, we've, we've got to um, make sure that we're earning that. And, and so if, if you have that mindset and remember that, you know, as, as you're doing this, like, yeah, I have, um, I, I have a responsibility to help these agents and that responsibility doesn't fall on my upline. It, it, it falls on me. So, um, but yeah, let's let's talk about that real quick. Let's talk about, first of all, that recruiting we, we mentioned, that's one way to do it. You could talk to your upline about helping you to to find new agents and, and connect you with the agents. I will tell you a lot of times if, you know, thinking kind of like um, on the different levels, a lot of times for an NMA, it makes sense to hand off of the newbies to GAs mm-hmm. and the reason that it makes sense is because there's a lot of training that maybe a larger entity can't handle so that's a good opportunity also to go to your to your upline and say hey look you think that you could kind of set me up with with new agents. And so that's an, another thing. So going out and doing that recruiting yourself asking people put it out on your on on your uh, social media, like, hey, is there anybody interested in doing Medicare, I'd love to to talk to you about it and, and maybe help people who are who are part time, that's what you're doing kind of as a startup agency as you're getting out there and recruiting. And then here's what to me, one of the things that's kind of separated our agency apart, I think is, is the ability to go out there and train agents, right? and i think that training is is a big deal and, and i'm talking about training from hey look you know how did how to go through the summary of benefits a lot of the stuff that we do here a lot of agents aren't getting i hear i hear these stories they're like go do a hip and and get out there and, and that's there's a lot more to it and to be successful and I, I firmly believe that's why a lot of agents don't make it is they're not getting enough training right. not enough understanding
1: from from their upline i think there's an assumption that a hip is going to give you everything that you need to know about medicare and and it's it's a good you know medicare 101 course if you will but it's it's primarily scenarios is what you're looking at you know when you're taking the the quizzes and yes there's a lot of good information so we would also if you're if you're encouraging agents or if you're bringing agents on you've got to encourage them to to actually absorb the content that they're reading when they're taking the AHIP. don't have them just you know, go through the content super quickly and then maybe find the answers online somewhere just to get through it. Like the reality is there's a lot of good information in there, but that's not enough. And I think there's an assumption that it is, just go and get your AHIP and get your certifications and you're ready to sell business and technically, you are technically right. you are ready to sell business, but are you like um, are, you, are you really ready to sell? And the answer is no. You've gotta you've and so as an upline, you have to be that person who's going to give the training that's going to be required. To we always talk about pouring the foundation, right? If you're going to build this big beautiful home, you can't do that if you don't have a solid foundation. And so when we refer to foundation here in Medicare, we're talking about the training. You know, let's let's do a deep dive into Medicare. Let's let's get a good understanding. On what part A is and what part B is and how original Medicare works. And then let's do a deep dive into Medicare Advantage and let's do a deep dive into Medicare supplements and part D and let's let's get a good understanding on all those things and then let's move forward. But you can't, you know, you can't start building this home if you haven't poured the the foundation. And that's where it's poured is in the training room.
0: And that's one of the advantages that you would have as a GA over you know, a large FMO over uh, uh, a large um, MGA is that you have probably more time, right? You have three or four agents, five agents, seven agents that you're trying to help. To be successful, you can spend that extra time that, that maybe you know someone who's got a you know we've got over 200 agents at, yep. at, at our agency, I don't have time to sit with each individual agent anymore. And uh, that was that's one of the things honestly that, that really could set you apart when you're kind of competing with, okay, look, all of these large large FMOs uh, or we'll, we'll call them large in scale, like large here in, in San Antonio probably don't have the same amount of time. That uh, like a, a GA would have, so so that's your that's your advantage. Um, and
1: it's and it comes down and it and it boils down that you've got to be selfless because if you're going to spend the time and train them, that means you don't have the time to be out there selling. So that's where you've got to make that decision. If you want to do this, you have to be selfless in doing so and be willing to put in the time to train your agents.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Another thing that I would just kind of recommend to all agencies, if you're starting is you got to come up with the value proposition, right? Like what what separates you? Why choose Oscars agency over this other agency, what what is it that that separates you? And so, I know that from from my own agency, we've we've done that, right? For mm-hmm. for 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 our company, we've we've really tried to separate ourselves out with the amount of training that we do. We we've, we've we've invested in a trainer. We've you know things like that 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 maybe other FMOs, our size aren't doing. So FMO is is you know to you know to make sure that we elaborate. There's real F like there's, there's NMAs, national marketing organization, national FMOs that are, you know, those are the, the senior market sales, the brokerage, um, yeah. Gordon marketing, and, and then even bigger, like the AmeriLife and the integrity uh, as a, as a national marketing organization. But then there's something smaller, like a, like the, the United healthcare calls an FMO. We used to be called kind of SGAs. Mm-hmm. like, there's like this, there's, there's, there's like a, like a hierarchy. lower. Yeah. Yeah. and recently they introduced uh something in between those which i think is important yeah. um but but so when i talk at when i when i'm saying fmo in general i'm, I'm referring to agencies smaller agencies that are large probably in your area yeah All Right. um and, and so these these fmos um and forgive me, about I, value prop, value value prop, prop, yeah. you have to have a good value proposition. And and so we've like, we hired a, we hired a trainer, um, that, that hopefully are in, in we've got a sales manager, like everyone's job. We have a full understanding within our agency. And, and hopefully this is what you'll do as well. A full understanding that everything, everybody's job here is about the agent. And we refer to our customers as agents, you know, agents are our customers and fully understanding that who are you here to serve as an agency is a super important thing. So come up with the value proposition. What do I do that is better for agents? Why would they choose me instead of choosing another, another agency? I think this is a super important thing to do. I love that. What else? Uh, So, so other things like uh, offering marketing dollars. And uh, so we didn't even talk about final rule or or, a proposed rule. the the proposed rule, and we don't really need to spend a lot of time, everything that I'm hearing is that realistically it's probably n- not going to go through as it was written where there's, f- which would completely eliminate, eliminate. FMOs. Yeah, and, and NMAs and everything like that. But it's, it, things are gonna look different. One of the things I think would look different is probably the way that marketing dollars are distributed. But in in the world we live in today, what are you doing to, you know, like if, I always talk about kind of reinvesting dollars that our company makes into our agents. And so w- whatever that looks like, I think that there's there's, FMOs out there or agencies out there that are just kind of like everything I get I want to keep and they don't they, they don't want to reinvest. I think that's very important for you just as an agent if I'm going to start an agency, I'm thinking about this day one. How how can I reinvest and when I reinvest, I understand that it's going to pay off mm-hmm. by more production. It's going yep. to pay off by getting more agents and things like that. Oh yeah. So value proposition is is very, very important. Let's talk real quick about marketing and client acquisition. As an agency, one of the things that that agents would hope is somehow you're helping them to get leads. And so you have to have a full strategy for that, right? How have you been successful? You're not like, for the most part in this business, no one's just sitting back getting leads from someone. (laughs) So our agency leans very heavy into local area, grassroots type marketing, and we've been very successful doing that, um, you know. It, it, it's it's something that I really believe ends up helping out agents a lot because how much investment is there? Very little, very little to Money none. wise, right? right. Yeah,
1: dollar-wise,
0: dollar-wise. No, absolutely. What what is it in time? Time, quite <laughs> yeah. a bit
1: of time, right? Yeah, but that's it's okay because again, this is this is this is the model that that we have used for over a decade now, and 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 it's been it's proven to be successful. And what I love most about it is you're out there and you're you're creating relationships. You're, you're making a real impact in, in your community. You're getting out there, you're getting in front of seniors. And what that leads to is it, I think a lot of people miss this part. I think a lot of people are so focused on production, right? They're, this is how many sales I want. This is how many sales I can get if I can, uh, but what, a big part that they miss is they're they're missing that retention again why do you get into this business you get into this business for the renewals and and here here's the truth if if I'm out there and I'm getting in front of people and I'm creating relationships and I'm I'm signing them up and I, and they're now on my book of business how much more likely am I to keep those individuals than a person that I sold to uh, you know, just just a lead that was given to me that, that, that I sold over the phone, and I never actually had any interaction, no face-to-face. And that's not to say that selling over the phone is not a good strategy or successful strategy, because there are agencies out there that have been successful that way. But if you as an individual are looking to build your book of business, your retention is going to be significantly higher if you're out there getting in front of people. And that's why we believe in this grassroots model uh, is because we're here to help you build your book of business, and we want you to keep your book of business retention is just as important as growth.
0: Yeah, let's talk real quick. I want to mention something that kind of came to my mind as we're going through this is in all of this understanding when you and an agent are maybe not a good fit. And so I don't even mean personality wise, which definitely like, I, <laughs> definitely, you can obviously definitely have that as well. But what I'm referring to is having um, a difference in Um, strategy um, that, that you want to do. And and what I'm talking about is, you know, there's a lot of agencies that that I, that I've kind of follow where they buy leads. They, they go to lead houses and and they buy lead cards and that's their main strategy. And they've been very successful doing that um, where ours is grassroots. And so if an agent came in and we've actually had this where they've, they've come in and they said, Hey, I just kind of want to, I want to do my own thing as a call center. Um, and realistically, like, I don't know that, that my agency and the, in, in our agency, the way that we kind of strategize with this is a good fit. And we've actually told people, Hey, look, I know this other we we've, we've done it where we'll literally call another FMO that maybe we were friends with like that, that, and, and say, Hey, look, I think this person might be a good fit for you and for your strategies. And we've had that same thing where they're, they're like, Hey, we, we need someone, they need someone. And so we kind of reciprocate there's, it, you're not going to be a fit for every agent. And the sooner that you realize that the the better, right? Like I've had, I've had talks with, with agents kind of like three weeks in and I'm like, you know what? I just, I I feel like we're not like, we're not on the same page on a lot of things. And I I have a feeling that there's another agency that, that would be better for you, for, for your strategies, for how you want to do things. I had that with a, with an agent, he was real big on the multi-level marketing and just kind of wanting to kind of jump from brand new in Medicare to really where, where I'm at, right? He's like, man, I could, I could get 200 agents really fast and, and this and that. And I was like, man, slow it down. Like, let's learn Medicare first. And he kept on and on. I was like, you know what? I just don't know that we're a good fit. Right. Like I just, I, I, and, and that's okay, because our strategy involves like becoming an expert. And once you're an expert, at that point, building your team. So just kind of, you know, just wanted to, to make sure to, to bring that up, so. Um but yeah as far as uh, marketing and client acquisition you've got to have a strategy to help people be successful big thing we do also is retail so in in addition to our grassroots do you have something that you can think of how can i help other people in that so um Really, some of the challenges that that agents face re- or agencies face, I think one of the well, biggest. You just named, you just talked about one of them, right? Yeah, just, <laughs> just personality. Sure right yeah, fit. yeah, yeah. Another one is uh, is the regulations, right? But that's even as an agent that that there's there's regulations. I, I feel like we we have some things coming out the coming out the pipe right now. We might, yeah. you know, that 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 will make it more challenging. Maybe it'd be harder to get marketing dollars and things like that. And and if it is, we figure it out and and. Just like everything else, I've been doing this now, you know, for I think 17 years. I've been in the Medicare industry, yeah. and how consistent has yeah. it has
1: every? There's always seems to be change, that's right? One constant, one constant, yeah.
0: yeah. And and so you, I guess, so the other challenge is you have to be. Uh, it's how adaptable you can be to change and, and and to having to, having to kind of uh, look another direction. Remember a big part of this is regulated by the federal government. And so they, they might have different thoughts. And so you have to figure out ways to operate within that and do it in a compliant way. So other thing is keeping people compliant. Man, that's, a, that's something you always wanna watch after. Like uh, I, as, as an agency owner, I've had it where I am reviewing um, social media for people. I'm like, oh, you can't say that. You can't say that. Like, I'll send them out, send them out emails, and and like, hey, sorry, this isn't you know compliant. And just want to. So that's a big part too. So as a as a GA, when you have only five, ten agents, it's it's a lot easier to do. So, yeah. but but keep that in mind as well. So. Um, All of these are really the kind of keys and the strategies to to long term success. Um, I would say another part would be kind of going to the local managers for the carriers and let them know, hey, look, I'm starting a team. Putting this thing together and any opportunities, you know, especially if you're someone who's produced for them in the past, like any opportunities that might come up, I would love if you would give give me those opportunities so I can share with my team. Again, my hope is that I'm gonna help them to be as successful as possible and just kind of throwing that out there to the to the insurance carriers as well. Yeah,
1: and, and turn to them for for trainings as well. Cause I'm sure your local managers are hosting uh, trainings, ongoing trainings that they've got. So in addition to the training that you're going to be giving, you can you can connect them with uh, with the local carriers and any and get them plugged into any trains that they've got, got going on as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, any other takeaways before we wrap up? Gosh, I mean, the, the only thing, the only thought that's come that's running through my mind the, the entire time is is I. that's so important is you've got to be willing to invest the time in your agents you've got to be willing to take a step back from selling which essentially feels like a pay cut because the way that our business is designed is our income if you're doing it right it should be increasing every single year when you're a producing agent and so the you've got to be willing to take a step back, kind of hit the pause button in a way on the selling part so that you can invest into your agents. And And as long as you're willing to do that, as long as you're truly willing to do that, you will be successful and you will see an increase in your income, I, I can promise you that. But you've got to be willing to, to make that investment. And it's hard to see, you know. It's hard to it's hard to see that finish line when you're running a marathon uh, versus when you're running, you know, a hundred hundred meter dash. But but believe me, that that finish line, it's it's there, and you can get there, but by yeah. investing. And I will say that I have
0: seen. I'm not great at this. I haven't been able to. Like I don't sell for the most part anymore. Um, but I have seen agents that continue to produce and that they've done it for years and that have been able to fully support their agents. I think it's really cool. I can think of one right now too, that, uh, that have actually a lot, like three or four <laughs> that I've seen where, where they've been able to, they, they continue to produce, but then they also are doing a good job of supporting agents. So there's ways to do it, uh, just all kind of figuring out your strategy. But one of the thing is, is just the heart of uh, how can I be in this to help other people is probably one of the most important things, at least with the way that we do it. So, yep. hey, until next time, do us a favor, follow us on uh, YouTube, on Instagram, on TikTok. where are Medicare Agent IQ you. We'd love to hear from you and engage with you on those platforms as well. And so until next time, thanks so much.